Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 28 of volume two of Challenge of the Gobots. It is the secret of Halley's Comet. This episode was written by Lane Reichert. Reichert? Reichert? Uh, last time on Challenge of the Gobots, Scooter visited the 17th level of Gobotron and had to be rescued from evil Gobots, who we've already met, but we were also introduced to for the first time ever, <laughs> whenever. Uh, this episode, Matt, AJ, Nick, Professor Von Joy, and some dude are in a rocket. Yep, I, I call him George Lucas because he looks like George Lucas with an Australian accent. And, he kind of yep, does. Yep, they're off. It's liftoff. It's the first manned mission to Halley's Comet. Yeah, so you know the science is going to be accurate in this one, kids. <laughs> um, this was, they banged so much story into the first part of this that I kind of don't know what happened, but they fly past a big space station, which is called Star Fortress, and I guess it's the biggest Unicom station ever. I guess, and Leader One is on it, and he says the place will be ready for them when he gets back, so I guess they're not done building it. But uh, inside the Star Fortress, all the alarms are going off now, and nobody seems to be worried, and uh, hey, what's that alarm for? I don't know, but Leader One knows. He tells them the Haley's Comet... <laughs> I mean, Halley's Comet, it, the probe is on the way back already, even though they just left because they discovered something. Yeah, and this was what I was saying with so much crammed in. Like, I would have liked to have seen what, like, them finding it? Some Anyway, we don't, because they fly back in and they open this goofy-looking box, <laughs> and it just shines everywhere. Anyway, what they found is something called quantumite. Quantumite, yes, and not sorium, but uh, <laughs> quantumite, and they found it in the comet's tail, and Scooter and the professor think, this is great, actual quantumite, so I guess they knew that such a thing could exist, and the comet's probably full of it, and Scooter explains it's a powerful source of energy. Which explains why we've heard about it in so many episodes before this. A very, <laughs> uh... Anyway, Leader One wants to keep it under wraps so that the... Oh, no, the Renegades are here. Yes! And the Renegades are pecking away at the shield generators or something. Leader One says maybe they can hook this quantumite up to the shields, and over on Thruster, yep, the Renegades do indeed know about the quantumite. They mention it by name. How they found out about it so fast? Who knows? Do the writers know? I bet they don't. Uh, anyway, Scooter and Von Joy are wiring the quantumite or trying to wire the quantumite up to the shields. Yeah, they got I guess. the toolbox out and they're wiring everything up and Scooter's about to connect these two cables in his hands. But the professor's like, no, 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 it's this thing that goes into that thing. And Scooter's like, ah, yes, of course. And then he connects the two cables he was holding anyway. Like, <laughs> he didn't do anything he wasn't going to do. Uh, uh, eventually they get it running um, and the shields are super strong. Just as Psykill orders the uh, copter and crasher, blow that motherfucker up. They fire at the Unicom, uh, was it, Star Command, and the shields bounce all the laser fire off. Aha. Uh -huh. And then Scooter fucks something up and drops the shields again. Yeah, there's a power surge or something. The shield goes down and Psykill's like, all right, the shields are down. Fire two more missiles. And back on the Star Fortress, the professor corrects Scooter for the third time in less than two minutes. And like, you think at this point, he'd be like, look, man, let me fucking drive. But yeah, Scooter does what he tells him this time. And the shield comes back on. But now it expands out and knocks Thruster away. Yeah, so they, the bad guys leave. And we then cut to Leader One giving the humans their mission orders so they didn't go to Halley's Comet? Like, what the fuck is that? This is legit, Paul. This is a don't-give-a-fuck episode. The writers, <laughs> was it Lane? Lane did not give a fuck. But Leader One gives the humans their mission orders, and they're wearing balloons. It's like the Michelin Man at some points, and uh, the Turbo's gonna come with this time, and their mission is to head back out to the Comet, do Comet stuff when they get there, and when the Comet reaches Earth, Leader One will lower the shield so the Comet 
helmet doesn't hit the shield, and that's when they can get back inside the Star Fortress. Simple. Sure. Works on paper. Uh, and anyway. then very quickly, the humans reach Halley's Comet, and right away, they see a thruster on its surface. And thruster, I guess, sees them because it shoots them down, and they crash on the comet and commercial break. And when we come back, uh, Copter and Crasher emerge from thruster and right away blast Von Joy. Then Nick and AJ run for it, and then Turbo's here. Well, yeah, he came along because uh, Turbo's like, hey, what about me? And then he just tackles both Copter and Crasher. I didn't see him on the, maybe I missed him on the well, ship. They just yeah. mentioned that Turbo's going to come with. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he tackles them, and then Matt and uh, Australian George Lucas <laughs> have rifles all of a sudden, and they start firing at the Renegades. Mm-hmm. We see Copter and Crasher fall out the same hole that Nick and AJ escaped out of, but uh, unfortunately, Psykill, Pincher, and Skyjack are outside too, and Skyjack blasts Turbo. Yes, then we, uh, there's a quick shot of the kids, and then we have Psykill ordering, uh, who's he ordering? Uh, Skyjack and Pincher, he's like, go find those meddling kids, and they convert and fly off. Yeah, 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 and then inside, Copter has put a uh, Von Joy and Turbo and Australian George Lucas into, you know, typical glass containment tubes, but he's holding Matt. They just happen to have those, you know. Of course, they, they perfectly were, They had those already there, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they, But Psycho has other plans for Matt. Uh, ooh. And then Leader One, back to him, we didn't mention this, but there was this blackout period where they were going around the comet, um, and Leader One says, oh, jeez, it's been 10 minutes. I hope they, they write in. This is my new Leader One voice. I'm introducing it. Three episodes left. <laughs> and uh, he says, I hope they, hope they call in soon. And then Matt calls in and goes, Everything is fine. I am fine. Yeah, he's like Stepford wife kind of thing or whatever it was that you you called somebody else like that too. I sound or a Valium addict, I think he said. Yeah, well he sounds messed up, which leader one, because he's a great leader, doesn't pick up on at all. No. And uh, what we find out is that Psykill's got those because he's done this before, that telepathic eye glowy thing, where he's making Matt tell Unicom, hey, everything's fine, everything's going according to plan. Don't worry about it. Yep. And then he tells Matt, oh, that was a great performance. You should have been an actor. That's how he says it. And Matt tells him to get bent, starts to walk away, but his helmet just falls off. And then, uh, by the way, he's not in his spacesuit anymore either. He like Up until before this, he had a spacesuit on. Now he's just in regular Matt clothes with a yeah. flight helmet that doesn't cover his nose or his mouth. Because yeah, Lane didn't give a fuck and neither did the animator. No, but anyway, uh, we're over to Nick and AJ and they're hiding from the Renegades and, uh, AJ all of a sudden says, hey, I got an idea and gives them a shout. And what happens here is maybe the best use of a cave in this whole series. Probably, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, she yells out in space from inside a spacesuit to two <laughs> flying jet aircraft in space. Yeah. And they hear her and fly down to the cave and convert. And Nick's like, that was a stupid idea. But AJ tells him to run for it because she has a grenade now. Why not? And uh, she, she throws that back at the Renegades, and which explodes. And now their hands are all smoking. And Pincher says, after them. But they just start walking after them. Well, I kind of like that, that the kids have to run, but the Renegades can just walk and catch up to them. Yeah, I suppose. But what happens is that the grenade has, I guess, caused enough instability in the cavern that there's a cave-in on top of the two Renegades, and the kids run out the other side. Mm -hmm. So good thing they knew that that other side exit was there. And back at the probe ship, Psykill explains the plan to Crasher. They'll use this ship to get onto the Star Fortress when they lower the shield to let the comet pass, because he knows the whole plan. And she'll pick them up on Thruster after they steal the Quantumite. Sure. And then Unicom calls again, and Copter's sent to get Matt, and when he flies off to get Matt, uh, the kids have been watching this whole thing. They're in a rock nearby, so now they know the plan. Yeah, they heard this whole conversation in 
space and uh, they wish they had more blasters. I guess that's what that grenade was. And Nick starts rooting in his pants, basically, and finds and pulls out a wrench that he calls wire cutters and then a pair of pliers <laughs> he calls a monkey wrench. And he has. Oh, God. A plan. And back at Unicom, Matt's at the tweeter box there telling everybody everything's fine. And then we go to Nick and AJ and they're just cutting wires. <laughs> and this was maybe the most Nick thing he's ever done where he's just, he's like snipping wires on stuff. And AJ's like, do I cut the red wire, or the blue wire? And he's like, I don't care. Cut them all. Yeah. Cut every wire. But uh, yeah. And this is on thruster. It's not made very clear until later that that's where they're at. But then Skyjack and Pincher come back to the probe ship and tell Psykill the humans escaped. Uh-oh. And Haley's Comet passes by Star Command and the Renegades start to execute their plan. And that's when Nick and AJ realize, oh, we didn't cut the wires on thruster. We just cut the wires on the cargo doors. And Nick says something to the effect of, I should have read the manual, which, dude, you said you had a plan <laughs> and then just started cutting wires without any... What the fuck is wrong with this kid? He didn't read the instructions for how to sabotage the ship. Like, they would just leave that line around. <laughs> yeah, but what he did is like the equivalent of saying, I got a plan. Let's bake a cake. And then just grabbing <laughs> 20 random ingredients, throwing them in a pot, and somehow expecting a cake to be made. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the bridge, the thruster crasher activates the stealth device, and then it shows the shield come back up. Like, Sparky just lowered this, uh, we forgot to mention, as the comet approaches the thing. And uh, Sparky radios Matt and says they have him on autopilot. They'll bring the ship in. What, through the shield, I guess? Yeah, well, like they give a fuck. But what happens after that conversation is Matt runs for it again. Psykill goes to laser zap him with his eyes. And Matt has, oh, we didn't mention it before. Psykill crushed Matt's flight helmet. Uh, so Matt, I think it's a piece of the broken helmet. He reflects the blast back in Psykill's eyes. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I just had it down a piece of debris. <laughs> and uh, Psykill then just blasts him. Copters, he shoots him while Copters holding them. But they decide to vent all the air so there's five minutes of oxygen left. Matt's unconscious in the floor. Everybody else is trapped. They leave. Commercial break. And when we come back, the ship lands in the cargo bay of the Star Fortress and Scooter runs up the ramp to greet them, but then the doors open and it's the Renegades! And this is one of the first times you actually see Scooter get, get blasted, because he gets blasted square in the chest, he's down, and Leader One runs away. Mm-hmm. And then the Renegades start blasting shit and Skyjack destroys a GoBot-sized truck that they have on a Starbase for some reason. <laughs> oh and Psycho's like, destroy the station! And Pincher and Skyjack start chasing a bunch of just regular humans, but then Psycho drives up beside them and is like, stop it! We need to get to the Quantum Might Never mind, I just said destroy the station. Like Not just chasing humans, plan, but like chasing and just firing at them openly. But then Sparky helps Scooter up um, and they're looking for leader one. A couple other humans come by. They eventually find him. And on the wherever the thruster, I guess, uh, Turbo breaks out of the glass, just turns the air back on so Mac can breathe. And that all gets resolved there. Yeah, like it's literally just Turbo runs in, turns the air back on, says, all right, got to go. <laughs> Don't mention it. And he immediately just runs back out like... <laughs> He's in and out in three seconds. Because nobody gave a fuck in this episode. But uh, yeah, he gets to the others where Sparky has Leader One dug out and uh, she has her arm back on because she was missing her left arm in the previous shot. And then we go to Twister and Mach 3. They're here now and there's a bunch of human guards and they're firing at the Renegades. Yeah, uh, then Psykill and company, the rest of the Renegades come in, take out the humans, run they run away, and then blast open the doors and enter the room with the Quantumite and shut the door behind them. Mm -hmm. And also on their way to the room with the Quantumite are the Guardians and Sparky is now Smallfoot for some reason and yeah. Scooter thinks they might 
might get it in there in time, or we might not. Yeah, they get there, and they, the doors won't open, and on the other side, you see Pincher welding it shut, yes. which just, I, I almost wanted, do you remember Beastly from Care Bears? Yeah. The little guy who laughed like, <laughs> That's, it, yeah. That's what I wanted, a Beastly laugh. Because bad is good to us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, pictures welding the door shut, and then all the renegades are like, sweet, we got the uh, quantum uh, metal light, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. And just as they leave, the guardians blow the door open. Mm-hmm. They start chasing the renegades, and then Pincher welds another door shut, but they just <laughs> smash through that one in vehicle mode and keep chasing them. Yeah, uh, eventually they catch, well, they take the other renegades out, but they catch Psykill in, I guess, a cargo bay or a docking bay and he's just there alone and then a thruster on stealth devices yep and then inside that thruster crashes at the control she starts blasting everything with the ship's guns and the guardians run for it and cycles like open the cargo bay doors but they won't open for some reason ah payoff this is kind of the one good story element in this i know i praised the cave-in but that was just a scene this was a <laughs> setup and payoff and as stupid as the setup was the payoff works really well for the story the door can open eventually they do and nick and aj fall out and uh then hit psycho in the head and he drops the quantum emit quantum mic quantum mic well yeah as soon as they fall out then the cargo bay doors fall off and land on copter and psycho and this quantum mic starts burning a hole through the floor yeah psycho tries to pick it up too hot he drops it and it just all the way down mm-hmm. now like his... alien acid tool <laughs> yeah and scooter says it'll melt all the way down to the core and the whole place is going to explode so the guardians run for it and now Psykill's hands are all smoking and Copter comes over and he's like uh, maybe we should go Psykill <laughs> yeah, says something to the effect of I was so close <laughs> yeah. Copter's like yeah yeah I know but uh, we gotta go <laughs> uh, so they leave uh, the renegades leave everybody leaves and then Star Fortress explodes and nobody seems to care that a multi-trillion dollar space station was destroyed It's the first manned mission to a comet, and because it won't be back for another 75 years, even though Matt, who is an astronaut and should know better, says it's 80, so carpe diem, Sparky is going to lower the shield of the Star Fortress so that Halley's Comet can pass by Earth without hitting the shield. Well, this must be one whiz-bang big fucking shield, because in 1986, Halley's Comet only came to within 63 million kilometers of Earth, and for reference, that's how close Mars was in 2003, when it was the closest it's been in 60,000 years. And although it has been proven you can indeed land something on a comet, you aren't doing it by crash landing on it because there will be hardly any gravity at all, let alone enough to keep you down. You'd either bounce right off or be bashed apart by an 11 kilometer wide snowball moving at 50 kilometers a second. Remember that mission in 2014 where they landed the thing on the back of Comet churyumov garismenko where the lander bounced off twice and then landed all cockeyed? That's how you'd have to do it. Get in behind it, match speed, and grab on with something. Hey! Have Nick lean out the door and grab on. Tell him to use both hands. Get a real good Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Guardian Academy. If you want to see a couple failures, eh. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sophie. Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you'll listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you then. Actor.